0: Hey guys! So I am coming to you today straight from LA. In today's podcast I'm going to be telling you about my time in LA. I'm going to be telling you about the overrated places that I've gone to. I'm going to be telling you about all my holiday escapades and my must-dos when you go on holiday. I'm also going to be telling you a little update on my consultation. But yeah, let's get into it. So, obviously... If you can't tell, if you're not watching me right now, go on Spotify and watch a video. I actually love now I've discovered watching videos while listening to podcasts. It's really elevated my whole experience. Emma Chamberlain now I've videos her podcast as well, and it's just a great experience. So I would highly recommend if you're not watching me. Well, you don't have to. Obviously, it's up to you. You might be on a run right now and not wanting want, want, want to be looking down at your phone. But if you can, I would watch the video on Spotify of me speaking right now because it's just like a, like a, it basically is like a long YouTube video. Do you know what I mean? But if you can't tell, I've got a different background because I'm not in my usual studio today. I'm in L.A. If you listen to the last week's was it Millie monologue, I told you all about how I'm meant to be going to L.A. And To be honest, I had this weird thing in my head that I was like, I'm not going. Like, I I will not be going to L.A. I, people, like, I, I always heard about L.A. and people talk about L.A. all the time, especially like in the YouTube TikTok space it's like very much a normalized thing to like move to LA actually not really for British people British people don't really move to LA but I just feel like it's like such an American thing like everyone moves to LA and I just always had no desire to go there and I like usually when I was growing up I would watch like YouTubers, like, YouTubers I loved, I would watch their YouTube videos, and I would just want to do everything they were doing. Like, they would wear a certain brand of clothing. I would want to wear that piece of clothing. They would go to a certain workout class. I would try out that workout class. Like, I went to SoulCycle just because I watched Emma Chamberlain like, all this kind of stuff. However... When it came to LA, I was always like, that looks fucking shit. Like, and, like, the way people speak about it, like, this whole, like, oh, like, I hate LA. Like, everyone always, like, complains about LA because I think it's, like, the cool thing to do. Anyway, I just never, ever wanted to go. I always had it in my head, like, I will never go to LA. I did, like, I heard, like, horror stories about the people there. Not horror stories, but, you know, like, there's just definitely, like, a stereotype of people in LA. Just, I never really heard anything great about it. But I also was, like, kind of deepening it, like, before I was going, I was like, how can you hate it? It's, like, a, a city... On the beach, warm weather all the time, yummy food. Like, I don't understand why everyone's getting on like this. I had, like, for ages in my head, but my, my two best friends were going to LA all of April and they kept being like, come out and join us for a week. And I was like, that seems even scarier than just going for the month because then I have to meet up with you guys. And what if you guys already have, like, some inside jokes that you made at the start of the holiday? Like, what if you've made friends and then they don't want to, like, meet me? Like, I just had this full, like... Like, I, I was feeling so anxious about going here and I kept pushing it off. I kept pushing off booking it. Like, I was like, oh, fuck it. Like, I'm not doing it. It's too far. It's an 11-hour flight as well with an 8-hour time difference. Like, something about that is terrifying to me. Anyway, I then got, like, a job, like, um... I'm going to Coachella with a brand. So it's, like, actually for work. And, like, they organized everything for me because it's, like, I'm going with them with this brand. So it kind of made the whole situation a bit less daunting. Like, I didn't actually have to go on to, like, Virgin Airlines and book myself a fucking, like, the flights to LA are expensive. I don't understand people are just hopping to LA as they please. Like, it's a very expensive flight. Anyway... So they did it for me, which made the whole experience less daunting and kind of just, like, forced me to go because I I, I don't think I ever would have booked flights to L.A. Like, if it was up to me. um, Because there's just something so terrifying about it. Like, I'm so far away from you right now. I mean, I don't know where you're listening to this from, but, like, it's fucking far. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new Moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Moneymaker. Play the game and you could win money. Up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500. Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. I made it to LA last week. I got on my 11-hour flight and, oh my God, it was just a treat. I've spoken about this before. I've flown business once once before i've known business and it was the fuck no I-, I think i've done it twice oh sorry material girl um and it's just the best like oh i hate this because it's just ridiculous and it's just the most stuck-up thing to ever say but it's just the most amazing experience ever like i cannot stress you enough like that was like my dream like one day when i'm older i'm gonna fly business class and i i've done it like twice now and it's incredible and it's just for me, I, like, it's so unnecessary and no one ever needs to fly business because you're sitting on a, you're putting your butt on a seat regardless and you're going to end up Like, you can just fall asleep. I can't fall asleep on flights. I can't fall asleep sitting up, like, like straight ways. I just can't do it for some reason. Like I can't do it in cars either. I can't do it on trains. The only way I can sleep is if I'm, if it's if I'm reclined. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Olivia. Like, I don't know. Maybe, like, I could just combat that and, like, take a, like, a, a sleeping pill I just get a normal, um, like an economy and I could just take a sleeping pill and pass out. But like, I, I don't know. I just don't know if I would trust myself. And like, usually if it's a seven hour flight, so fine, like I'm going economy. I'm obviously not trying to get business. Well, I, I'm i here with the brand, so it's not as bad. But like, um, if I was booking myself a flight, would I fuck, sorry. Sometimes I sound so grotesque, but I swear, would I, I would not book myself a business class flight. However, 11 hours, I was like, Mm, this is kind of like it's not necessary but like if I want to sleep for like what what else are you supposed to do for 11 hours there's only so many movies that you can watch on the plane I watched about like, three movies but then I did sleep for like six hours like so that's how long the flight is like I was able to watch three movies eat my little pokeball that the gave me. fucking oh wait sorry the most uh, incredible thing happened ever <laughs> how did this happened and I was like this is like I've I think I might have made it so I was on the plane and I asked the air hostess, this is when I was on a business class flight, right? I asked the air hostess for a cup of tea. She brings it to me in a mug. I got a mug of tea on the plane. Who knew that was fucking possible? Not me. Like, who even knew they they carried mugs on a plane? Like, a proper ceramic mug. I was living. And then I slept for six hours, and then I kind of beat jet lag. I mean, I've I, I been waking up at like, 6 a.m. every day. Another thing that really fucked me up was... um aircon so in the uk obviously we don't have aircon like it's very very rare to find anywhere that has aircon which can kind of prove or even in like all of europe like anytime i go on holiday to like italy and stuff there's no aircon and like it's a bit annoying in in summer but we kind of just get on with it whereas everything here is aircon every building every flat every car like they just blast the aircon and i do not agree with aircon whatsoever a- is it aircon or ac i would say aircon. anyway uh i got to my friend's flat on the first day and um they had the aircon blasting and they hadn't figured out how to turn it off so for the first two nights i had to sleep with aircon on and i don't know if you can tell but i am so like not sick like i'm not like i'm dying but like just so congested and my face is all puffy and like oh my god you know it's just so like you know when you're sick not sick like I wouldn't know what you call this like, I don't have a cold I'm just like snotty and like coughing and everything's bunged up I guess that's just like congested right um but you know like when when you've got like a runny nose and you, you keep sneezing and you need to like keep blowing your nose and then <laughs> because of that like you're always at risk like my like my biggest like pet like not pet peeve, like fear is having a snot on my nose. Like there's just really nothing more embarrassing. And it's like, you know, like when you're talking to someone and they have a snot in their nose and you're just like, oh, sucks to be you. Like, this is just so embarrassing. And then if you find the courage to tell them, like you can't make it like a chill thing, be like, oh, you got got a bit of snot on your nose. And I do that a lot, but only people I know. But like, for example, I was speaking to someone the other day and they had a snot on their nose and I didn't know them well enough to be like, oh, you just need to wipe your nose. So I just had to, like, have the full conversation, try not to look at this bogey poking out of their nose. But now it's happening to me because I'm, like, sick. So I've just always got bogies in my nose. And, like, the other day someone said to me, like, you got a bogey right nostril. And I was like, oh, fuck my fucking life. Like, this is so embarrassing. And then you just have to kind of be like, okay, and, like, turn around and walk away and, like, get your phone out and, like, try to, like, pick your nose in public if you don't have a tissue because you obviously need to get rid of the snot. And then, like, I was at dinner table and I sneezed. And usually when I sneeze, like, it's not a situation. Like, I'm just sneezing. But, like, when you're sick, it's not everywhere. I went, oh, my God, I went to nowhere. <laughs> Basically, when I got to L.A., I had this list of things that I wanted to do. I'm very, like... Like I know, I feel like I know everything about LA because I watch so much YouTube and I listen to so many podcasts from people who live in LA and I watch all these like celebrity like spotting things. I don't know why. I've told you about this before. It's like my weird obsession. Anyway, I know everything about LA so I had this full list of things that I needed to do. I can like go off my, I'll tell you my list later about my things in LA that I needed to do but one of them was Nobu because I've never been to Nobu before and I feel like such a fucking LA thing. Is it? I don't know. It feels like an LA thing to do is to go to Nobu. So I went and I sneezed and there was snot everywhere at Nobu. And I was like, this is ruining my first experience. Actually, let me tell you, um, I don't really have that much to update you on, like, of things I've done. Because I've been here, I think, five days now. But I'm going to Coachella in two days. And that's going to be, like, I feel like that's literally going to be like a David Attenborough documentary. Like, I'm just going to be observing, like, what, like, I've heard so much about this place. I'm just so interested to see what actually happened so I'm gonna give you a full update in next week's podcast about my experience with Coachella but so far actual LA I've just really been like I've just been taking it easy you know I've been sitting by pools I've been going for really really yummy food I've I've not really gone out to be honest have just been like doing dinners and chilling and shopping um, but it's been very, very relaxed. So I feel like LA—it's not LA—I feel like Coachella is going to be really where it, where it's where I've got the real tea to tell you. Anyway, here is my list of things I needed to do in LA. I wanted to go to Aloe Yoga. I see all the LA girls go to Aloe Yoga, and then Aloe Yoga is like a um a a leisure wear brand but they've got a gym in LA as far as I know that's what it is um, but we don't really have it that it's not that, that big in the UK but I've always been obsessed with that it's really really nice like just like cute little like workout sp- like sport sports bras and leggings you know what I mean like little two pieces and I really really wanted to go but and I got in contact with them but the only thing they had was a personal trainer session like just me and the personal trainer and I was like that's just embarrassing because like I know that he's probably like training like like, aloe yoga like i'm Kylie jenner goes there it's so, like he's gonna be training Ki- Kylie jenner and then i'm just gonna rock up like i just got way too embarrassed about that for some reason i so i didn't take that off my list anyway next up air one i went to air one if you haven't heard about air one it's this ludicrous supermarket in la it, yeah i think it's only in la um and it's just like we're all like I, I i'm pretty sure all the celebrities go there i know gwyneth paltrow goes there there's just i've talked about it before there's this thing i'm obsessed with where celebrities tell you what they eat during the day it's on harper's bazaar and gwyneth paltrow says she goes to air i have never been to a more expensive place in my entire life i mean people talked about how expensive it was but i didn't really believe them i think guys everything's like organic or something there's just actually just no need for it to be this expensive it's like where the hayley bieber smoothie thing is sold and the Hailey bieber smoothie is 20 dollars i got a a pot of mango like chopped up mango and dragon fruit I was expecting to movie like six pounds, it was twenty three pounds or dollars or whatever that is. And I was like, right, you know what? That's ridiculous. I did decide to get dragon fruit though. I don't know why I would choose such an exotic fruit in like such an expensive place. But I was like, It's gonna be the best fruit of my life. Like obviously it's gonna be incredible. It was disgusting. It was literally as hard as an apple. The mango was as hard as an apple. Like when I bit into it, it crunched like an apple. It was horrible. Then I got a slice of chocolate cake. It was the driest cake I've ever had in my life. It like clogged my throat. I couldn't eat, I, like I would take one bite and I just have to like keep eating the chocolate cake until I was finished because like I couldn't breathe. Um, and that slice of chocolate cake was $10. And then I got like some combo plate and it was just roasted vegetables. And I was like, I've had this. Like my mom makes better roasted vegetables than this. It was the most overrated thing ever i cannot recommend you not go to air one what i don't know if that made sense don't go to air one i mean go because like not then you can say you've been to air one but um it, it was just ludicrous i will i will i will not be going back there i'll tell you that for free oh wait i wanted to tell you some like differences that i've noticed in like america and the uk Two things that I've really, really noticed, like that, have stood out to me. Well, three things actually. First is there's no rules when they drive cars. Like the amount of times I have nearly died, which is like I don't, I just, I don't know. I didn't expect that. Like America and Britain seem kind of like similar in like like the like the rules sense. Like I would like you know people say where has no rules like with driving wise i don't know like i can imagine there's definitely some countries where it's kind of like free for all on the roads but that's actually la like they don't like when it's a red light they don't they just go and no one says anything i don't know if i'm explaining that properly but like the driving here is crazy He wasn't expecting that um and then the other two things are at restaurants first thing is that like people i'm with that they will be like american and they'll be like, um, yeah, I'm going to, like, I'll be like, hi, can I please get, um th- like, the pasta, please, if that's okay, thank you. <laughs> the most, like, British, oh, I'm not British, but you know what I mean. I feel like we have such, so- I I never noticed how well our manners were until I came here. Because then an American person beside me will be like, uh, yeah, like, I'm going to do the pancakes. And that's it. No, please. No, thank you. It's fucked up. Do you like my American accent? I feel like I'm getting really, really good at it. Another thing about American people is they don't really get my accent at all. I mean, that happens a lot. I mean, this isn't, like, the really weird thing is when, I'm a, when I post TikToks or, like, YouTube speaking, all my comments are like, oh, my God, Olivia, like, you've lost your accent. Why am I putting on American accent? Everyone's like, oh, my God, Olivia, you've, you've lo- lost your accent so much. You sound so posh now. Like, you don't sound Irish at all. And then I come to America and I say one thing. And I kid you not, I have to repeat myself five times here. It's not embarrassing because I will never be embarrassed about my accent but it's also just so confusing because like people in England are like you don't sound Irish anymore and then people here are like I have no idea what you're saying and then they all imitate me I mean everyone always imitates me that's just such, like I'm sure that's quite a universal thing from people from Northern Ireland I feel like it's not an I- like, an Irish thing like if I was from Dublin I don't think people would imitate me but for some reason any time I say "shar" or toil like that's just how I say it everyone always imitates me and I'm like I don't like it actually. I don't think I like when people imitate me. Like, even my friends do it. And, like, I've never said don't do that because it's like, I get that it's a funny accent, but it's like, what are we getting out of this here? Like, I could sit and imitate you every time you say something because I think your accent's funny, but I'm not going to. Anyway, sorry. Just got really into that there. Um, The other thing that I f- find different in America is the wait staff are so nice. And I know not, because I I kept noticing it, and I kind of kept it to myself. And then we were out for breakfast yesterday, and I was like, why is everyone so friendly here? And they were like, it's because um, they work off tips here. And I was like, that makes sense. Because I feel like that's a a big thing in America, isn't it, tipping? But literally, like, yesterday we were out for breakfast, and this guy was like... um, like asking us where we were from, telling us um, what to do at Coachella, how long the shuttle's gonna take at Coachella. He's like, he was just having like full on conversations with us, and then like any time like I was like finished, he would like come over and be like, like, am I all good to take this? Like, are you all good now with that? And I was like, if the, if we were in England right now, you would just take that that plate from me and not say a word and just walk off as you, like as they should in, in England because I like I know it's very different, but like it just the difference is crazy, and I know it's because they work off tips, but that's another difference that I've really realized is the wait staff are. They go above and beyond to make sure you're having a good time. Anyway, back to my list of things that I had to do in LA. So I went to Erewhon. I wanted to go on a hike because I felt like that was a very LA thing to do. You know, I've seen I've definitely seen people go on hikes in LA, but I haven't got round to it yet. No one really wants to go on a hike with me, so I don't want to go on my own. And it is like 25 degrees, and the thought of walking about in 25 degree heat uphill, like I do love an inclined walk. And maybe that's what my 12330 has been training me for, is to be able to do this, but no one really wants to go with me. So I that's still unticked, but I would love to do it. Malibu Beach. I went to Malibu. A lovely little area. Uh we went to the pier and we went to this Malibu farm cafe on the pier. And it has like I had like it's got like all like healthy versions of food, do you know what I mean? So I had like uh zucchini noodles with this like yuzu roasted butternut squash, pasta, thingy majiggy, And it was so nice. And like, usually like, I don't really like zucchini noodles. I'm like, just give me the real fucking thing. Like I just want a bowl of pasta right now, but it was so delicious. And like, I had like this thing called Arnold Palmer, which I've been quite um, enthusiastic about since being here. I love, one thing I love about America is I don't really love their food. Like the, all the whole fast food thing. Like it definitely does make you feel like shit. But um, they they drink a lot of iced tea here and it's not even sweetened. It's not like Lipton peach iced tea. It's like actually just iced tea and it's so nice. I love it and I don't know why we don't have it more. Like it'd be very rare to go to a restaurant and them have iced tea on the menu in England but I think we should definitely start incorporating that because I'm really loving it. And another thing they do is called Arnold Palmer and it's iced tea with a bit of lemonade in it. Fucking delicious. So delicious. I wish that was something that we did in the UK so maybe I'm gonna start I've been thinking about starting a cafe for a long time Well, not a cafe I have this idea and you can steal it if you want but it's just well there's basically this TikTok of this cafe in Australia and they're like a cold brew bar I guess and like the, the TikToks are just them making this cold brew and it looks insane and I was like there's such a huge gap in the market for a cold brew bar in London like i could make it so trendy and cool and sell like like vegan banana bread as well and i don't know i just really have this idea and i want to make it into a thing but i also don't know if i'm fully equipped to open a cafe And then also when I was in Malibu, I was like sitting on the on the, on the pier eating my zucchini noodles. So I and I saw three dolphins and I love dolphins. And it's my dream in life to swim with dolphins. So to see them, I was just like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah, but like, I don't really know what to do. But my whole dream of swimming with dolphins because I don't know if, you, if you're if you allowed. Let me know. Are you allowed to swim with wild dolphins? Like, have you ever swam with dolphins in a not cruel way? Because I will never go to SeaWorld or whatever it is that you go to to swim with dolphins. Like, I wouldn't do that. But I would love to swim with them. In a, in a in a in a nice environment sorry another thing by the way nobody was on my list and I ticked it off but I remember I told you I was gonna go to LA and try fish Like that was my dream like I'm gonna go and just like try it once I'm not gonna like start incorporating it into my diet and like, yeah I would be breaking veganism I'm not uh, I, yeah, I got a lot of hate the other day because I I had collagen in a smoothie oh fuck off people sorry um and I was like oh I don't know if collagen is vegan but like I want to try this smoothie so I'm gonna try it I don't really know what collagen is to be honest. But I've just heard that it might not be vegan, and all the comments were like, "Oh, like so you're not vegan anymore?" and all this shit. And I was like, "Well, first of all, I don't. I'm not vegan. I eat. I try eat a plant based diet. I eat honey though, so that's not plant based. But um, yeah, I'm not vegan. I just eat a plant based diet. Before anyone gets their knickers in a twist, however, I wanted to try fish. I really, really want to try it. I just like. I don't have a craving for it, but I just need, I just think you should try everything once, and I haven't tried that kind of fish before. But I said I was gonna do it when I went to Nobu in LA, or like Nobu in Malibu, and I didn't do it, I it out because I was just like looking at the menu, and the vegan stuff looked so good, and I was like, I know I'm gonna enjoy this anyways, so and what's the fucking point in eating fish right now if I can just eat? Like, I ordered, what did I order? I ordered this sushi raw with avocado, cucumber, and jalapeno. Never had jalapeno in, jalapeno, jalapeno, in. I've never had that in sushi before and it was really delicious. I had some like miso glazed roasted aubergine. Oh, that's my favorite thing to get at a sushi restaurant is the miso roasted aubergine. It's so good. You should try it if you haven't tried it before. Then I had um, some crispy rice cubes with like avocado, like guac kind of vibe on top. Again, delicious. Then I had um, some spinach salad, which sounds not nice. And I'm not a salad girl, but someone had recommended me this spinach salad. And I was like, well this is the best thing i've ever put in my mouth so that's my recommendations if you ever go to if you ever find yourself at an obo. and um, they're my recommendations another thing i've been um trying out while i've been here has been different coffee places i've been, found my new favorite I'm, i've got one at the minute which is actually disgusting and i feel like it's Clogging my i I've been saying this a lot. Clogging my throat. And I don't know if it's which is, so it's really wrong, and I don't know if it's just because I'm ill. So I feel like everything's just like not going not well But this coffee's fucking disgusting. But I'm drinking it anyway because um I feel like death and I need to wake up a little bit. But my favorite place is this place called Alfred's. My you everything is I I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. I'm like I would say everything's really really expensive here. Um, but I don't really know the conversion rate. But like a coffee is like ten dollars which feels like, like, to me, obviously, that feels like 10 pounds. I'm like, that's fucking expensive. I don't know how much that is, but it feels like everything's really expensive here. But they do have great coffee, I'll give them that. The rest of the stuff, I haven't, like, checked off my list. I haven't, I've not I've gone to a few bars that I had on my list. I've checked them off. I went to Calabasas, t- checked that off. Um got an acai bowl, went to Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out and all I can get there is fries but it was just an experience to say that I went to Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out and our friend like so a a weird thing here is that you have to drive everywhere like there's no like I mean you can definitely walk like but no one really walks everyone everyone just gets Ubers or drives everywhere and our friend here that lives here has a like a G-Wagon it's so LA but like we like drive around and we go to In-N-Out in his G-Wagon and it's so fun and like I've been living the American dream in that way because I don't know there's something about driving around LA in a nice big car everyone has big cars here all the cars are big you wouldn't really see like a, a Fiat or a Mini I definitely haven't seen one of them all the cars are pretty big and then I went to In-N-Out and it was just a movie I got my fries and an Oil Palmer but yeah, that's really all I have to update you on. And like, I wish I could tell you more exciting things. But I actually really haven't done anything. I haven't had any like wild night out or anything. I'm assuming, well, I'm hoping that the whole wild night out thing or like the wild stories will come at Coachella. Fingers crossed, who knows? I'm not going in with any expectations because people, again, just talk shit and talk joy on Coachella so much because I think it must be like the cool thing to do. I don't really like doing touristy things. Like, I don't like going to like see historical things and like museums and shit like that and like the hollywoods like i haven't gone to see the hollywood sign that or like you, you know like i don't like doing the like the stereotypical terrorist things like oh shut up but it's just not like i just i have no no desire to even like disneyland and stuff like i don't want to go there i just want to pretend that i live here and that's what like with everywhere i go i love getting into a routine on a place I go on holiday and just like romanticizing that i live in that place like, going to get coffee in the morning, to me, like, walking to a local coffee shop that I found I like and getting a coffee there and then walking back home is, like, way more exciting to me than going to, like, a like the Eiffel Tower. Anyone else? I don't know. That's just, like, that's why i like I'm on my list of things to do. It's nothing even that exciting. It's just, like, little food places I want to go, literally, like, supermarkets that I want to go to. As for where I'm staying, basically... We looked well my friends are obviously out here, Edie and Millie, they're out here for the full month. So they looked at getting an Airbnb. But it's really as I said, I feel like everything's really expensive. Maybe they left it too late, but it's just really expensive. Everything in LA and the Airbnbs were so expensive. So luckily Edie's dad's friend had a flat that like he wasn't in for a month, so he's let them stay in it. So they said, obviously like Olivia, like you're coming only for two weeks, like just stay in our, in, like in our Airbnb, or not, it's not an Airbnb, or in our flat that we're getting, um, to see if you like getting your own accommodation, but it's a one bedroom. So I was, I was sleeping on the sofa and I was like, oh, like usually I would have been like, I'll just get my own Airbnb or I'll find a hotel nearby or something. But I didn't, I just didn't know what, like where to even look or like what areas to stay in. Or, and it was my first time in LA, like, I didn't want to like be on my own. And like, I didn't want to like try and meet up with them every day. So I was like, it's just easier to stay with them. So I've been sleeping on the sofa, um, and sleeping like on floors and sleeping anywhere I can fucking sleep and it's so not like me usually. Like I'm usually like very much like I need my own bed. I don't even usually like sharing beds with people. But um yeah, I've been sleeping on a sofa. I've been living in the living room and like it's it's perfectly fine to be honest. I'm actually dealing with okay and I think it's because I'm so jet lag that when I actually get to sleep, like I when I get to go to sleep, I just pass the fuck out. Um I have severe back pain because of it, but could be worse. I get to wake up every day in the sun and go to the pool, so I don't really care, about it if I've got back pain. And then when I go to Coachella, I'm staying like with the brand I'm going with. We're staying in like a villa, which I'm actually really, really excited for because they sent over the itinerary for it today, and it's like eight a.m. to ten p.m. dinner by the, or sorry dinner breakfast by the pool, and then it's like. 10 to 12, sound meditation yoga class. 12 to 1, IV drip, like, vitamin drip. And then, like, I just go get ready, and then we go to the festival. And I was like, that sounds like fucking heaven to me. And I'm, I'm not with my friends. and I don't really, I don't know any, I, I know one person going to this house, like, to this villa that I'm staying in with the brand. I literally know one person. So, like, I mean, it might be stressful, because I I, I have to try and meet up with my friends at Coachella, and my... Four G and service stopped working as soon as I got here, and I didn't really have a problem with it because, like, obviously I can just use Wi Fi when I go into cafes, and I actually really, really like it because my screen time has gone down so much. Because I spend like a lot of the time, I a lot of my screen time comes from like when I'm like traveling or like I'm in the back of a car or like just unnecessary like using four G basically, and because I can't use my four G here, it's quite nice that my screen time has gone down so much. However, when I go to Coachella, I think I'm gonna have to get it figured out because the thought of me in a fucking desert in palm springs in the little tiny two-piece set on my own trying to find my friends without any 4g or service fills me with fucking dread and anxiety so i'm gonna have to figure that out but yeah looking forward to that because i'll actually have my own bed i think i'll actually have my own bed when i go to coachella and stay in that house but again we'll give you full updates on that whole experience in next week's podcast Okay, I asked you guys on Instagram what your must dos are on holiday, or like any like holiday essentials that you have. So, because I've still got another week here, so maybe I'll take into consideration some of the things you guys are saying. Someone said, "I love eating unhealthy food, enjoying it, and not doing exercise." No, this is interesting because I thought when I came, when I, like my whole plan when I got to LA was I'm gonna like you know have my routine, go to the gym every day, eat really healthy go on hikes like i i don't know why i thought that was gonna be my life in la and like honestly i probably probably could have been because i'm i'm the the gym that i use in london is shut up Olivia, but it's like a soho horse gym <laughs> so house is like a members club thing it's like all over the world and they always like a lot of them have gyms in them and there was a Soho house right beside where we were staying where i'm staying in la so i was like oh like my that's like my gym my my gym is literally two streets away from me in la so i may as well go to the gym every day but it turns out the Soho house beside me doesn't have a gym so i can't use the gym so i was like like what other gym am I going to use? I'm not going to travel half an hour to use the gym, so I haven't been going to the gym. I haven't exercised once, and that feels like it's out of my control. Um, and then the eating unhealthy thing, yeah, I've, I've, like when I'm at home, I definitely kind of like, I don't stress about what I eat, but you know, I'm in a routine. I'm not like eating. I don't go out for dinner when I'm in London. Really, like I either order in or cook myself something. Um, and it's just it's very boring. You know, I mean it's like it's just every day at home it's, it's not fun eating food but I definitely like wouldn't like I don't like stress out Do you know what I mean I'm just not ordering take like like fast food every day but here I'm like fuck it and I'm also like I kind of have a bit of a new, new lease of life because I did not it's not life-threatening and I'm just being dramatic but like ever since I got diagnosed with my skin cancer I'm like does anything really matter like let me order my fast food and not give a fuck about it and that's what I've been doing when I've been in LA. I've been eating great food. I've been well fed. Um, maybe that also plays into why I feel so shit right now and like why I feel so, like my face just feels so puffy. And it could could be because of all the like preservatives in the American food. Like yesterday, I had a whole punnet of grapes from Trader, Trader Joe's, and you'd think, oh, that sounds quite nice, Olivia. It sounds quite healthy and nutritious. Um, but they were honey-flavoured grapes. And I was like, what the fuck have you done to these grapes? Like, what chemicals have you put in these grapes to make them taste like honey? And I'm like, actually, I know we do have things like that in the UK. We've got those cotton candy grapes from M&S. If you've tried them, they're not very nice. I mean, these honey ones, these honey grapes were the, the nicest things I've ever tasted in my life. Like, I'm going back to Trader Joe's today to get another punnet. Like, they are incredible. But it does make you think, like, what are you putting in here to make it taste like this? Someone said, going to the beach and getting the good, good tan. I actually haven't really been sunbathing. I just, w- w- where I'm staying, it like, doesn't have a pull, obviously. Not obviously, it just doesn't have a pull. I feel like a lot of places in LA actually do have pulls, but um, nowhere we're staying doesn't have a pull. So I haven't really had, like, the opportunity to sit out and tan, which is probably a good thing because um, I don't want to get burned. And I'm a bit like, oh, ever since, like, you know, well, m- what my skin cancer isn't caused from UV rise. Um, It's not melanoma, it's a tumour. But it has kind of scared me a little bit. I'm like, maybe I should stay out of the sun a little bit. Because usually when I'm on holiday, I'm 9am till 5pm out in the sun, sizzling, um, which isn't good for your skin at all. And I have been wearing a lot of my sun cream here and stuff, but like, I don't know, It just kind of scared me a little bit. So it's probably a really good thing that I don't have a pull, but i've been kind of getting like a little bit of color on my face like my nose has been like a little bit rosy uh, even though i've been wearing sunscreen but like I, I always get a bit of a red nose when i go on holiday which i love i love it so much i don't really wear a blusher day to day i don't really know how to make it look nice on me i just feel like a clown every time i wear it i love it when i get my makeup done and they put blusher on me but i just haven't like figured out like if i like bl- like putting blusher on myself um so when I get a little bit burnt on holiday, I love it. It's like a little natural blush, and I've been wearing my hair like this. I don't know if you can see me, but I've been wearing it like na- like naturally. It's not curly. It's just like a little bit wavy, and it, I feel so like a beach babe. I love it, but no, I have not got tan, which is kind of sad because I thought I would. And I thought that then I would come to Coachella and I'd be wearing all my little tiny outfits, and I'd be really tan, so it would look really good. And that hasn't happened, but it's okay. You don't need tan. You don't need bronze. A bronze tan to look good. Okay, someone said not thinking about any of my problems back home. I think for some reason, I don't know if it's because of the time difference here, but I have never felt so disconnected to anything at home. The only thing that I'm like, kind of like, oh, is <laughs> not like I'm like I'm thinking about it on my cat. So um, I've got like obviously my cats are being looked after but you know that's like the only responsibility like when I really think one of the only responsibility I I actually have is my cats and I've been gone for two weeks which is the longest I've ever been gone for my cats and it kind of stressed me out a little bit but like I've got Tilly staying there so they're gonna be completely fine but you know like that's the only thing like that's the only urgent text that I will I will have like you know Tilly's like we ran out of food that I'm gonna have to urgently order more food whereas there's nothing else that's been urgent like there's no other texts i've urgently need to reply to and i haven't really been replying to texts and I've, i th- i think it is because of the time difference like if my manager texts me about something it's coming in at like 3 a.m at night while i'm asleep and then on that like she'll be asleep by the time i wake up like it's a really large time difference it makes me think how the fuck do people do long distance relationships it'd be miserable i mean it wouldn't be that bad but like this kind of time difference like, i could not do that but yeah, I've been really enjoying how disconnected I feel. And I don't know. I think it's a mix between the time difference and the fact that I don't have any 4G and I can't make any calls. Like, so like, they just don't even come through. So I'm just like, I'm really just relaxing and I feel so dissociated and sometimes it stresses me out a little bit. And other times it's just like, you know, I just need to like, I just need to actually switch off. And I do think I was going, I was kind of like going through it. Like I was just like a bit down. Was I even? Maybe I'm being a bit dramatic. But, like, yeah. Like, I had a, a bit of a cancer scare. Like, I was a bit down the past, like, past probably, like, month. Like, the three weeks leading up to going to going to LA, I was, I was just having a shit time, you know. With my ex, cancer, you know, these things happen. So then I think I actually really needed this, like, reset. Like, I just needed to, like, not worry about anything. I haven't thought about my ex once since I've been here. He sent me some, like, like cryptic texts and usually like i would wake up to a cryptic text from my ex and be like oh my god like i'm so stressed i'd probably start crying and like ring him and be like what are you talking about what are you talking about and i was like you know what fuck this i don't care i mean i did say huh but like I, usually like i would react way more but like i didn't even care like, i don't i haven't been thinking about it at all and it's been the best thing ever like i just even, like, <laughs> obviously I should work to take cancer very seriously, but, like, my, it's out in my control now. And, like, my appointment for my cancer thing is, like, the, like two days after I get back. So, like, as long as I make it home, okay, that's sweet. But, like, apart from that, there's no point in stressing about it. And I haven't been stressing about it. I don't care. And, like, when I get home as well, my mum is a little angel. And, like, I think she just feels like... She just felt a little bit bad for me the past couple of weeks. She's been extra really nice to me. It's great. Um, But she is running the marathon the london marathon 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 am i saying that weirdly i don't know whatever um so she's running that and she was meant to be coming over like a few days after i get back from la she was going to come over and stay with me and then run the marathon but now she's going to come like before i even get back to la so that she can fully deep clean my flat for me so that when i get off my 11 hour flight back from la and arrive home she'll be there waiting for me with a like my flat fully cleaned and my fridge stocked like what the fuck have I done to deserve that? Get cancer. Anyway, <laughs> shouldn't make jokes about it, but I've been getting the fucking princess treatment ever since, like how amazing is that? So like, that's another thing for me to just like not have to worry about it. Like I don't have to worry about my flat at all when I get back, my mum's gonna be there and everything's gonna be sorted out. And like any like stupid dumb boys that I was speaking to, like I don't have to even text them anymore because of the time difference. So like, no, I'm just living with no stress in my life. Well, there's are probably things I should be stressed about looking at my arm, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm clocked out, fully clocked out. I feel like I'm floating through life right now. I, just like while I'm in LA for these two weeks, I'm floating. Okay, someone said, how was your consultation? I'm assuming this is this is not about holiday and I'm assuming this is about potentially getting a boob job and I kind of briefly mentioned to you guys before that I was going for a consultation with the surgeon and I don't know if it's going through anymore because I did something really stupid (laughs) okay so I had this like like a consultation with like a nurse and then um and then also the surgeon. And the surgeon just kind of, like, fitted all these different sizes on me. And we actually, like, came, like, I came to, like, a conclusion. Like, we'd set a surgery date. I was going to get a small B cup. I had this appointment with a nurse who was, like, you know, checking my height, my weight, like, my blood pressure. And then she goes through full medical history. And I'm so used to being, like, for medical history, like, no, 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 no. no my tonsils are, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not allergic to anything, don't have any medical conditions, anything like that. Um, she was going through no, all good, all good, and like I, I, it it needed to be all good because it it actually like been able to squeeze me in quite early, and I'm a really impatient person, and I wanted it done asap so that it would heal for summer. And I just like once I get my mind set on something, I'm like, oh, let's just fucking do it tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Like, why am I waiting a month to get surgery? Completely normal. People wait like six months, but like I'm just very, very impatient. And once I get my like, like, what else have I done? Like, it's really. Like, when I wanted to get my, my house, my flat that I live in at the minute, I was, like, the most impatient person. Like, the whole process took three months, and it was the worst three months ever. I was like, can we just hurry this up? I don't understand why we can't do this in t- two hours. Obviously, these things take a long time, but, like, I'm just very impatient when I get my head set on something. Anyway, she, get, she goes, like, any history of cancer? And I was like, no. Like, bitch, you fucking have cancer right now. Aye? Like, just tell her. And I was like, no. She was like, okay, um any like former like family like any cancer in the family actually there's actually no cancer in the family except me i was like nah. she was like okay um any like medical conditions that you have right now and i was like nope she was like any any results that you're waiting to hear back on nope any surgeries coming up nope i just fully fucking lied i just lied through my teeth don't know why I just thought i'd get away with it but also that's so fucking stupid because they need to know these kind of things like i don't know what got into me like obviously like surgery is a really really serious thing you can't just lie about having cancer anyway i lied and then at the end they're like okay so you're gonna we're gonna need a gp summary like you're gonna need to contact your gp and just like like have everything written down so that we can then like you know just confirm everything you just said And i was like well for fuck's sake i fucked it now my gp's gonna fucking wrap me up isn't he So then I got my GP summary and, of course, it says, oh, she's got cancer on it. And I had to send that over. And they were like, what? You've got cancer? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I said said that I only found out, like, two hours ago. And it says the date of when I went in for my consultation with the doctors. And I just, they probably don't think I'm a fucking weirdo. I don't know why I lied. I just, like, had it in my head. I was like, oh, like... What's a little tumour on my arm going to do for a boob job? Do you know what I mean? Probably could. Like, I probably could have something to do with it. But, yeah, I lied. And I got cut out. So, I don't even know what's happening anymore. So, that's that. Okay, guys. I'm going to end the podcast now. I'm going to go, I think, sit by the pool. Sorry to make you all jealous if you're not in a warm country right now. Uh, But before I do that, in last week's episode, I talked about, like, the importance of female friendships to me. And I asked you guys, like, how important they are to you. And... Like, on the little Spotify page, you can actually, like, reply to me. And I wanted to just, like, the stuff that you said was so cute. So I wanted to, like, say a few of my favorite ones. So I said telling each other everything. Like, that, that, like that's an important thing in your friendship. And I really agree with that. Like, sometimes I'm like, I can't keep my mouth shut. Like, I'm very much an oversharer. Like, I genuinely don't have one secret. I don't think I've got one secret. Like, that I just know on my own. Like, I need to tell, some, like, someone's... Like, like I won't tell. Like, your, if you told me a secret, I wouldn't tell anyone. Do you know what I mean? But like my own things, like I have to tell someone. Like I can't. Like what I've, I've tried to. Like I once saw my ex, and I tried to like maybe keep it from my friends, and I couldn't. I was like, I have to tell them. I feel like I'm really hiding something. Like I don't like secrets, so I tell them everything, and it just feels like a weight off my shoulders. Like, I can't keep secrets, and it stresses me out. Someone said, "Oh, you have a mix of personalities, but something still connects y'all. It's so nice and interesting to see it." I love that yeah like I feel like everyone in my friendship group like brings a different thing to the table we're all very different but like this like trip with Edie and Billy has been like the most fun I've never laughed so much in my entire life than on this trip like I have cried my eyes out every single day on this trip not not sad tears laughing tears I don't know it's my new thing every time I laugh even if it's just a slight giggle I will be crying my eyes out but yeah it's been a lovely little trip and i love my friends and i love you guys anyway i hope you enjoyed this podcast fun little switch up of location hope you enjoyed the background i'm really enjoying it i feel like i'm like sat in someone's living room right now anyway i'm gonna head off now and go to the pool but uh, i'll catch you on friday for our mini monologue anyway love you bye Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as the producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman.